three things I wish I'd done in the first year of starting my own company. Hi, this is Rochelle Carrington with the Quest Source. What do all of these quotes have in common? Hindsight is 2020 vision. Every day you either win or you learn. You can't go back and change the beginning, but you can start where you are and change the ending. Well, the commonality between all of those is that they are lessons we learn after making mistakes. And as I look back at the 15 years of entrepreneurial lessons I've learned, there are three things I wish I had focused on in the first year of my company. You see, when I started my business, I jumped right in. I was the sole breadwinner in my family and I had just quit my cushy corporate job. I only had six months of money to live on before my family and I would end up in a cardboard box. So needless to say, I was highly motivated to get out of the gate fast and start generating revenue. Now, the only way I knew to do that was to prospect and sell because selling has been my background for my entire life. So that is what I spent 90% of my time doing for the first year of my business. Now, in one way, that was a very smart move because it saved the finances of my family. However, with a little retrospect, I wish I had done a few other things in my first year of business as well. So here is your opportunity to learn from my mistakes. If you haven't done these things yet, it still is not too late, regardless of where you are in your business journey. So the first thing I wish I had done was learned financials, especially taxes. Now, in all transparency, the concept of studying financials didn't really register in my mind. And the reason is because I came from a corporate background where I was in senior management, and that meant I was responsible for a decent-sized sales team and the revenue and the expenses associated with them. I knew what a balance sheet was because, you know, I took accounting in college even though I barely passed it. Uh, and I just thought as long as I stayed focused on my revenue and expenses, then I would be fine. Well, I was fine, kind of, but here's the catch. I outsourced my accounting to a decent accountant, but not one that was a tax guru. I rarely looked at my books because I was so busy just trying to get this company up and running. So the only thing I really looked at was the top line revenue. And more importantly, I had no clear understanding of corporate taxes and how to handle them. And I know I lost a ton of money because I lacked a really strong tax strategy. And I'm talking tens of thousands of dollars, maybe even hundreds of thousands of dollars over the course of my business. So, you know, as an entrepreneur, it's not your job to be focused on taxes and how to plan for them. And that is why you need a tax guru. So the best thing I ever did was become a member of the Wealth Factory, which is run by a guy named Garrett Gunderson. They are a group of consultants or, or money nerds that educate you on the best way to save and spend your wealth both personally and from a business perspective, and they have saved me tens of thousands of dollars. Of course, that was after I lost hundreds of thousands from having no tax strategy. Um, they also referred me to the very best tax accountant on the planet, in my opinion. So here's how you can fix this. Number one, Garrett Gunderson has a YouTube channel. Just go on it and watch it and you will learn a ton. I will put a link to his channel in the description of this. 
He's also got a great book called The Rockefeller Habits. I would read that. It will change the way you think about saving money. And I'll put a link to that book as well. And then just Google the Wealth Factory and uh, talk to their people about whether their program would be appropriate for you or not. You have nothing to lose and you've got thousands and thousands of dollars to gain. The second thing I wish I had done was to automate, capture, and train my processes. Well, let me ask you this. Have you ever hired someone new and had to explain a simple process to them, but it was a complete pain because you had nothing written down? It's super frustrating. Then they have all sorts of questions that you have to come back and answer a million times over. And as a business owner, one of the most important things you can do is to capture your business processes. This allows existing team members to work faster and new hires can acclimate and learn more quickly. The added bonus, of course, is that it helps you remember how to do certain tasks that you may not do very often. Now, a business has value for a number of reasons, but one of them is because it's got processes built into it. And if that is done well, then anyone can come into your business and be successful, whether they're buying it from you or whether you've got new hires coming in. But the weak link occurs when you have to explain to someone over and over again what you want them to do and how they should do it. So in every single area of your business, start to capture your process. Now, I didn't figure this out until I was at year five in my business, but think about all of the processes you may have. There's more than you think. We had them for things as simple as how and when to send thank you cards to clients, how to input data into our CRM, how to hook up the smart board and our Zoom link before management training. So capturing the processes is a little bit of a pain while you're doing it, and that's why most people don't do it. Because, you know, we kind of go into the short term, hey, I got a million other things I should do before that, and it gets procrastinated. But it is a massive time saver when you don't have to explain something 12 times to someone. So here's how you can fix this. First of all, use something like Screencast for any processes that you do on the computer. It's an easy way to record a quick tutorial. It literally will record what you're doing on the computer. You don't even have to have your face on the video for it. The other thing you can do is use a dictation app uh, to voice record any sort of process that isn't done on the computer. And the app can then transcribe what you say and then you print it out and you put it into a notebook. And speaking of notebooks, you wanna make sure you've got all of your processes in two places, on your computer and in a printed binder. And every time you hire someone new, learning those processes becomes part of their training. Now, the third thing I wish I had done was had a bulletproof hiring process. Now, I have hired a lot of people in my business career. And like most entrepreneurs, I believe I am a pretty good judge of character. So the question becomes, who needs a hiring process? And you know, what does one look like anyway? At least that's what I thought. Little did I know that despite your ability to sniff out good people, everyone needs a bulletproof hiring process because the cost of a bad hire is massive in both time and money. So do not wing it. Once I put a hiring process in place, 
My success increased significantly and I found much better culture fits for my company as well. Now here's a few things that you need to determine prior to even interviewing someone. So the first thing is that you've got to know what the behaviors are that are necessary for job success. This is not a job description. These are actual behaviors or activities that someone needs to be able to do and needs to have proven that they're able to do it at a high level. You need to have specific interview questions that uncover whether your candidate has the behavior skills necessary. These are not interview questions you get off the internet. The problem with internet interview questions is guess what? Your candidates looked at them also, so they already know the answers. And whether they're true or not is a whole different question. The third thing you need is a 90-day glide path, and that is a list of expected behaviors for the first 90 days. And then this is reviewed with the new hire every 30 days. So how can you fix this if you don't have a hiring process and you're just kind of going out there winging it and hoping and praying that it's all going to work out? Well, the first thing is you can hire someone to create the process for you or someone to teach you how to create it and kind of hold your hand. There's a lot of great people out there that can do that. And if you want to find someone, just email me at Rochelle at RochelleCarrington.com and I can point you in the right direction. Uh, the other thing is I'm going to put in a free infograph, just a link to something that will show you the three key traits required for a superstar hire. And it will also give you some suggested interview questions that you can ask to uncover whether you've got a superstar sitting in front of you. So I will put a link to that infograph in the description as well. So as I sit on my comfy couch in that Monday morning quarterback mode and I look at the business I built, I can say with certainty that I had many, many days when I won and many, many days when I just learned. But if I were going to do it all over again, the finances, the processes, and the hiring are where I would put a much larger emphasis. You know, not having those things didn't kill my business, but they sure made it a lot harder than it needed to be. Business is a game. The trick is to learn, tweak, and adjust as quickly as you can. So choose the area you are most vulnerable in and take action right now. And in the meantime, of course, laugh a lot and learn a lot.